hello. Well, hello. I almost said good evening. <laughs> I mean, you could but... <laughs> but why not? It may not be evening for everyone. But it's evening for us now. It is. So good evening. Welcome. <laughs> good afternoon. Good evening. And maybe good night. I don't know. <laughs> Truman. Welcome to Four for Gore. Yes. Welcome. Where we talk all things horror, mostly movies. What's yeah. uh, what's new with you? Oh, yeah. Um, that's uh, cool. I almost said that's Jill. Fuck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I guess I'll just go smooth. fuck myself. <laughs> One of my favorite things. This is a smoothie. Um, uh, that's Colleen. And that's Jill. There it is. Yeah. And I was going to say also, check us out on Instagram. <laughs> you that's why I was that pointing names. at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just don't even introduce myself. Note her priorities, people. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't give a shit about myself. Go check out my Instagram. Just teasing. Not my Instagram. Our Instagram. So, yeah, it's at, at 4 for podcast. Hashtag. I just yeah. wanted to say it. <laughs> Hash brown tag. <laughs> I now had the best hash browns on Sunday. Why Anyways. don't you tell me about your life? Oh, that's now it? that we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> the hash browns. It's just the hash that's browns. That's enough sometimes. Recently, it's just been nothing but surprises in my life. Not yeah. for me. Oh. Not in my life, but around me that I was a part of. So got to be a part of and help plan my father-in-law's uh, surprise 70th. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Paul. Oh, uh, he's the best. Love him. Um, and uh, he definitely was surprised. It was really funny because I'm never on the Facebook, but I was on there the other day. I go on like once in a blue moon and he actually posted on Facebook. Yes, children. I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and I was laughing and he tagged all of us in it. But yeah. uh, uh, that was fun. It was Prince themed and not like little prince as in like a prince and a king it was like prince like the artist Ew, okay how creepy but you know how many times like he wears like, in, like a burger king <laughs> crown it's Everyone. my day <laughs> it is now anyway it's, it's i'll my have party. it my way because it's my day oh my get god get it yeah, yeah. stupid it's my party. oh my god it was just a lot of fun yes. and had a great time and then i just recently helped throw together a surprise sprinkle Mm -hmm. um on sunday where i had the hash browns that i was just telling you about oh. that were amazing sounds delightful so good i had crab um Oh. Crab uh, egg Benedict. No, it was delicious. Oh my god, it was so you. good. Okay, and um, it was just really, really, really great. And she was also very surprised. Had no idea. We lied to her and said that she was going to a purse bingo. Jill's already heard the story a thousand times, so I'm just gonna <laughs> make it really short and sweet. But she had no idea, and it was really cute. And there was just like ten, twelve of us, maybe just whatever, just nice. very simple and sweet, and just let her open some gifties, and then had our had our little brunchies, and all went home. So, and then the only other thing that I have that's really exciting, there might be other things, but these are the only things that I can think of, is we got a new roof oh, on our house. Oh, shit. I forgot to look up when I got here. Oh, yeah. it's it. We did. We went outside before we moved our cars back into the driveway, and it uh, it does look really good. We're very proud of the choice that we made um, as far as the color goes because it's yeah. called Midnight Plum. Oh. <laughs> and those of you listening would think, oh, God, Colleen, why would you choose like a purple roof? It's not what you think. There's definitely purple in the shingle for sure. But um, you can't tell from a distance. Yeah. So. From a distance. So <laughs> that was fun. Um, they were here Monday and today. They finished it up today and it looks great. So very That's excited. Awesome. Desperately needed it. We were missing 20 shingles. Oh, 20. Is that a lot? That's a lot. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, so. what about you? What's going on in your world? Well, uh, my things, now that I'm looking at my list, aren't as positive as yours at all, actually. <laughs> 
Listen. It's been a little dark. Oh. Uh, no, 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 no. You're not like, really. You just start crying. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, don't do that. I know. This is not that type of podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, we were out of town for my fiance's niece's birthday. Yes. That weekend, though, I have like a weird paranoid feeling about my engagement ring. And oh, I great. told I myself... I'm not going to wear it today. I just have this weird feeling. And it was in the morning. And then I was like, you're crazy. Just it's another day, whatever. Right. So I wear it and I have this nervous tick all day, every day where I'll reach over and like touch my stone with my thumb because I always think that my stone is going to fall out. Yeah. It shows no signs of this, by the way. I'm a catastrophizer. I learned that in therapy. <laughs> I, <laughs> that is I know, so accurate. I, I know love you, but. dumbest things and then they fucking happen because we were out and about at the Little Inns soccer game. And I had my nervous tick about me and I reached over to touch my stone and all I felt were prongs. And I grabbed my fiance and was like, I'm about to have a heart attack. And I just started to cry on the soccer field. <laughs> there were toddlers around behaving better. We started to look for it. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. Mulch starts to smell like wet butt. Yeah. So much. Mulch we mulched, good. as you know, mm -hmm. I'm in pain, as you know because it's all we did all weekend. And I, I, I oh, I wore overalls. I'm oh, like, I'm so proud of you. I'm like That's Weezer fun. from fucking Steel Magnolias. <laughs> I'm like almost her already. <laughs> I'm just actually having that rec like that realization. I love right that now. freaking movie. All I need is a floppy hat, but we mulched our asses off. And then this is new. Uh, as of today, I felt today. <laughs> I can't even all say it. All stuff is so... <laughs> I was okay. So I enhanced my office. As you know, mm -hmm. I got a couch. It's yeah. bomb. And I was holding up the boxes so that my fiance bay has room to play the very sexy game of D&D &D this weekend <laughs> in our sunroom area. And so I was folding and collapsing huge boxes like giant my car size boxes. Yes. Like, Holy shit. And I thought I got the tape off of the whole all of the sides. And I was stepping on the box to collapse it. And the one corner was standing upright. And I'm like, bitch, I know I got the tape off that side. So I just started walking toward that upright corner. <laughs> and I was in my sockies. And I fucking fellsies. <laughs> <laughs> I fell. <laughs> I slipped. My feet went out from under me oh, so fucking fast. And I was so mad. I racked my elbow. It hurt so bad. That's for, the worst. For like a second. Yeah. And then I was fine. And it was more, like you said, my pride. Yeah. That was more bruised than anything. And I just sat there and I was like, son of a bitch. And then I couldn't <laughs> quit laughing. I was like that. I wish I could have seen that because I just disappeared out of sight. Like I was like, whoop, those are my freaking updates. <laughs> I feel like they're so good. Here we are. Uh, so this is season six, episode nine. Yeah. And we watched hereditary hereditary yeah and oh my god the date of release is not on here oh there that goes okay <laughs> so it was june of 2018 the director was ari aster and he is known for midsummer and then also uh Bo is afraid and this one i actually i'm i want to watch this one okay i'm actually really curious it's called munchausen it's rated r not munchausen but i'm sure it probably is hereditary <laughs> um and then the tagline for hereditary is every family tree hides a secret i love that 
Um, the synopsis is a grieving family is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences. How it did in the box office. So the budget was ten million. The opening weekend USA and Canada was fourteen million, and like I said, it opened on June tenth of two thousand eighteen. The gross USA and Canada was forty four million, and then the gross worldwide was eighty three million. The production companies were Palm Star Media, Finch Entertainment, and Windy Hill Pictures. It runs for two hours and seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And it stars Alex Wolf, who plays Peter, who's the son. Gabrielle uh, Byrne plays Steve, who is the dad. Tony Collette. Oh, my God. Be still my heart. I love her. Mm-hmm. Plays Annie, who's the mom. Millie Shapiro is Charlie, and that's the daughter. And then finally, we have Anne Dowd, who plays Joan, who is Annie's grief friend. It was filmed in Utah. And then for the critics, what do you think RogerEbert.com gave it? I would say like 3.5. Four out of four. (gasps) Yeah. Shut up. And the following on RogerEbert.com, the following... um, little piece was written by Matt Zoller Seitz and he had to say it's not often that a horror movie so dedicated to the low art of the jump scare seems genuinely interested in the wider issues that it raises but hereditary is that kind of movie at times Astor's films Astor's film seems to be attacking rationality itself scraping and scratching and tearing at the thought structures and language we've developed over the millennia in order to live in the world with the ultimate goal uh the ultimate goal of plunging us backwards in time so that we reconnect with the superstitious cave mind that looked up at the sky when it started to rain. Wow, this is a run-on sentence. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, cave mind that looked up to the sky when it started to rain and wondered what the tribe had done to anger the gods. Wow. Longest um, run-on sentence I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, so on Wikipedia, they had to say for the critics. They're like, it was good. <laughs> it was Okay. <laughs> No, um, writing for Rolling Stone, Peter Travers, who I believe that we've talked about on here many times, Peter Travers gave the film three and a half out of four stars and called it the scariest movie of 2018, saying it's Colette giving the performance of her career who takes us inside Annie's breakdown in flesh and spirit and shatters what's left of our nerves. Her tour de France bristles with uh, provocation, provocations, mm-hmm. provocations that for sure will keep you up, keep you up nights keep you up at night it just says keep you up nights that doesn't really make sense okay but first you'll scream uh, your bloody head off mm-hmm. metacritic the meta score was an 87 out of 100 the user score was a 6.7 out of 10 imdb gave it a 7.3 out of 10 and then on rotten tomatoes what was the tomato meter tomato um it was <laughs> y'all weren't there for that um was a 90 percent Oh. And then this, the audience scored it a 69%. First, my sour says. Yeah. Okay. So IMDb, mm-hmm. right? Bloodydisgusting.com and ranker.com. Nice. And I only have one little random trip. Okay. At the okay. top. So one of the trailers, this is so stinking funny. <laughs> I wish I had been there. One of the trailers for Hereditary was accidentally shown at the beginning of the PG rated family friendly film Peter Rabbit in Inaloo, Western Australia. Oh, no. It caused a small panic in the theater with parents fleeing the cinema with their kids the theater eventually shut the screen off and offered every audience member a complimentary movie pass to apologize for the mistake shall we begin yeah let's do it talk about setting the tone it's a little little bit we open to an obit 
Yeah. Of Ellen Taper Lee. Yes. And it just kind of goes on like a normal obit would, right? Yeah. And of course, ominous music right off the top. Absolutely. Right. She passed away at her daughter Annie's house. Yes. Let's just go to Annie's house, right? Yeah, pretty much. We just <laughs> go into a room, then we're panning a room, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with art and or architecture models. Like at first, you're not really sure like what exactly are we looking at, but like we're kind of panning a room. And then within that room, we start to zoom into a room within a house mm-hmm. um, that I fucking love this. Turns into an actual room. Yeah. So like it zooms into the bedroom of this little mini house. Yes. That actually turns into... A bedroom that we learn uh, some of our characters are in. Anyways. It's Peter's room. It is Peter. And we meet dad as well. Yeah. He walks in it like to wake Peter's ass. Right. Yep. And also to ask where Charlie is. Mm-hmm. His daughter. Right. Peter's yep. sister. Yep. Uh, P.S. About the little teenies. Okay. <laughs> so production designer had to uh, work simultaneously with the miniature artist to ensure the Graham house and the miniature house were exactly the same. The house was constructed completely on sets on a soundstage in Utah to allow uh, Ari Astor's shot list. They needed to be able to remove walls and ceilings in order to shoot the rooms to look exactly like the miniatures. Oh, wow. So when they do the zoom in shots yeah. of the little room like this, like... So cool. That is awesome. I love that. That's so, cool. yeah. So, Pops, right? Steve. Yeah. He's like, Where's your freaking sister? And mm. so he goes outside to like the coolest treehouse ever. Oh, it's awesome. It has a skylight. It, yeah, there's a skylight, <laughs> but also like it's just like the way that it's up there. I'm like, How is that physically possible? <laughs> it's just hovering. It just doesn't look right. Anyways, it is a cool treehouse, though. You know what else doesn't look like? Look right? Hmm. Freaking Charlie. Yeah, Charlie doesn't look right. She's sleeping in the treehouse in the cold. Yeah. And I don't like her. Uh, Oops, spoiler alert. (laughs) I don't like her. I don't really like her. She's different. She wakes up and Steve's peeved. Yeah. And is like, you sleeping outside is, you know, you're going to catch pneumonia. Which, by the way, I hate to break it to you, Steve. But according to the National Institutes of Health website, which Jill read... (laughs) (laughs) who the funk knows if it's accurate but right anyway yeah leading causes of pneumonia are bacterial or viral infections not the freaking cold however she could have gotten bronchitis because i have so they're off to granny's funeral yeah and annie speaks yeah she's up there kind of given like a little not a not a eulogy necessarily but maybe it is is that what those are called a little doomy as well i don't know what you call it i mean yeah because at one point she says like you know, my mother would probably be humbled to see how many of you are here, but then she'd also question it. And I'm like, oh, that's not. Yeah. that. Let's not say that. Yeah. She doesn't have like the best of mems to share. No. She's like, my mom's super secretive. Yeah. You know, she's super private. Yeah. I don't know any of you weirdos. <laughs> right. So why hope, are you here? Hope to meet you. But thanks for the coming. Buffet later. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get to know you. At least your name. I don't know. We're going to have a Kool-Aid fountain. <laughs> See you over there. Uh, <laughs> so and during it, too, Charlie's just drawing fucking aiding, right? Oh, she's aiding hard and clicking. Yeah. The mouth noise. So Charlie notices at the uh, at the funeral home that there's like a woman touching her grandmother's lips. And yeah, she's, she's like, yeah. She's watching. Well, she takes something in a little vial and she rubs it on Grammy's lips. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah, she notices it and she's kind of just standing there like creepily staring at this woman do this and then just takes the biggest bite out of a Hershey's bar. I know. I was like at the funeral. Okay. All right. Whatever. 
No nuts um, in it. Don't you worry. do you. Yeah, no nuts. And we learn really quickly that uh, that um, someone clearly probably has a peanut allergy because no. Annie's like, do we have the EpiPen? Or no, we don't have the EpiPen. Is there nuts in that? It's like, well, it's too late. Sure, I took a fucking bite of it, but okay. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. who doesn't carry an EpiPen? We'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I would stab her with any pen. <laughs> I'd be like, what? like an ink pen? I'm like, yeah, an ink well, blot? Is- I don't really care. I'll stab her with whatever I have. Will this Bic work? I have, I, have a- an I have a quill. I can do it like in Batman. The, so then we head back home. Yeah, the family heads home, right? Yeah. And Annie talks to Steve a little bit as they're getting in. And she's like, should I be like sad about this shit? And Basically. he's like, he's like, I mean, yeah, sure. But maybe not. But you don't know, you can. No, I think he says like you can feel whatever you want to feel. Yeah. Like, which is a good answer. It's like you do you like she's if you're not happy about it, then fuck it. Work it off. <laughs> yeah. Go do it. Which she does. Yeah. So she goes upstairs and we start to learn now that the little sculptures and like the tiny miniatures of things is a project that Annie's working on for like a galley. Yeah. I don't know. Something. A galleria of her work. I just know later when they call her, it's Ari Aster on the phone. Oh, is it? It's his cameo. Oh, that's fun. Okay. So yeah, you're right though. She's making like a, a little teeny, little teeny miniature of her, of her life. And uh, I love that for her. I think yes. it's like the cutest career it's adorable. I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And Steve drops by right for a chat. And he's basically just like checking in with her. Yeah. And then he goes and says goodnight to Pete. Yeah. Right? Checks on Peter and is like, how you doing there, champ? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> slugger. I was thinking slugger. I don't know what he says. Peter's but, like spooning his acoustic yeah. in bed. He's like, I'm cool, dad. I'm fine. Night. Annie, they split sees, right? Yeah. Annie goes to check on Charlie, yep. sees another Aiden-esque fucking drawing, and it's of granny in her casket. I'm and like, it, okay. It's not fun looking at all. It doesn't look great either. She's didn't, not an artiste. Didn't do her justice there, Charles, <laughs> in charge. What's happening here? But then Annie's like telling her like, you know that you were Graham's favorite and yeah. like, it, it, whenever I had you, she just insisted on being a part of that and this, that, and the other, which we learned later is a little weird. Yeah. Um, but she just kind of has like a like a chat with her about like, are you okay? Like, you know how much I love you? And like, we can clearly see that someone might be a little bit on the favorited side. Well, and that's a good point because she says uh you were her favorite but charlie her rebuttal if you will is like she wanted me to be a dude yeah she's like grams wanted me to be a boy so i don't know how i feel about all that yeah but, okay thanks mom yeah thanks you know? yeah thanks so much i'm gonna go say sure. my prayers and go to sleep <laughs> be a weirdo uh, well actually that's not weird i guess that's not weird to other people whatever no. <laughs> i think it's weird it's weird to me <laughs> i don't do it and then she's like who's gonna take care of me and Annie's like, I'm going to. You're a dick. I'm your mom. Yeah. And, and then she's like, well, what happens if you die? Yeah. And then she's like, well, then your dad and Peter will take care of you. Like, what the fuck thinks? What do you think's going to happen? And Charlie's like, good night. <laughs> like, that's what she wants to end the night. Because, <laughs> yeah, she rolls over real slow and like slinky. And that's the end of that conversation. Yes. Annie's like, all right. Obviously, she's not going for this convo. She gets up leaves the room right and goes and looks at some of her mom's belongings yeah she goes and kind of goes through some of the some of the boxes that are her, of her mom's stuff and she just she doesn't really find anything that exciting right she kind of goes through it and then she immediately gets kind of frustrated with it and then puts it down and as she's going to leave the room she turns off the light but turns around and looks and we see hmm. ugh. 
I don't like it. Uh, it was like in the corner of the room, like where she just was, like literally the corner of the room where it's all dark and creepy. We see a clear silhouette of an old woman. I mean, you see like her face. You're like, and she's smiling. It's, it's so scary. It's, it's terrifying. It freaks me out every time. No, it's, it gets me every it's time. creepy. She flips the light back she on. She does. Yeah. yeah, she does. She flips the light back on. She's obviously not standing in the corner, right? Right. On her way out. She like turns and like turns a diorama around. Oh yeah, she sees a diorama from across the room and she walks over and when she turns it, we see the most disturbing thing in uh, my opinion. Okay, yeah. What was that happening there? Was that like, so breastfeeding? So it was mom, aka Annie, okay. uh, getting ready to, in bed, in her bed, mm -hmm. breastfeed Charlie. Uh -huh. That's what I can assume. And then an old woman, aka grandma, standing over said Annie and Charlie holding her breast out of her nightgown. Yeah, like she was trying to throw a tit in. Yeah. I was so confused. Like, first of all, they're dried up. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> sorry. You're old. You're old. That's it. You're old. They you, they don't produce milk anymore. That's disgusting. Very hand that rocks the cradle. Oh, only, yes. Only non-productive milk ductery. Yeah, no. Like, just nasty. Strange as hell. Yep. So, I don't I, I don't know why that she around. made it. I know. I was like, I want to turn that around the day I finished it. Like, yeah. I would never. I don't, I don't know why you did that, but okay. So, meanwhile, at school, yep. Charlie's not working on her quiz. Gets called out. Yeah, by her teacher, and then like a bird splats against their window. That happens at our house, and it scares me every time. While everyone's wigging out about that, Charlie zeroes in on the teacher's desk, kind of zoomage, right? Looks yeah. over at some stuff that's sitting on there, and then we go to another classroom, and it's Peter. Peter, and he's also not paying attention. He's also zeroing in on something. Yes the girl's ass in front of him yes yes <laughs> so neither kid likes to pay attention in school not at all he's just planning to go bowling uh after class which is just meeting up to smoke a bowl with his friends yes 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 so um but yeah so he he's texting whatever with his friend and and that's yeah that's pretty much it and then we go outside afterwards and we're back with Charlie and being, she's fucking weird. Being a typical young girl. So she's sitting there <laughs> and the dead bird that had crashed against the window is now laying dead on top of a shrub that's outside of the school. And she, I don't know, for whatever reason, decides that she's going to take said scissors that you were talking about that she saw on the teacher's desk. And she's going to cut off its head and keep its head. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you ever heard of the bird flu? Souvenir. <laughs> I, I like I don't get it. She's like, I am so turning this into a Lisa Frank charm bracelet. Like, <laughs> also, by the way, a creepy old woman watches her do it from afar. I'm like, yeah, like from like you? a parking lot across the way. But yeah. like, we don't know who that is. Right. I don't know who that is. I mean, I've seen this like three times and I don't recognize her. So yep. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, just some random woman that's watching silly. her. And she just kind of once again takes her Hershey bar, takes a giant chunk out of it. Yeah, with her mouth. She's like, this really got me angry <laughs> i'm just gonna eat this <laughs> so um, back at home yet yeah again. we're back at home and uh what does annie find at home oh yeah steve gets home from work and annie's like hey the mo the door to my mom's room was, was open. open 
and was like, what the funk, Steve? And he locks it for her. He right. like puts a lock on it. She's like, thanks. I know I'm probably overreacting. Right. right. And he's like, well, it is what it is. Like, who cares? No one's staying there. He doesn't say that. But he might as well have. But then like in the meantime, um, Peter comes upstairs, right? And he's like, hey, dad, the cemetery's on the phone for you. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. And she's like, what could that be about? And he's like, I don't know. So he like walks down the hallway away from Annie. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we don't hear what they're saying, but we hear Steve at one point say, what's desecrated mean? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? What does desecrated mean? Come on. Everyone knows what that means. Well, keyword action. Yes. And no so he notices that Annie's still standing behind him and respectfully says, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later. And then like, that's the end of it. And she's like, what was that about? And he's like, it's nothing. It's nothing. Right. Right. But obviously you're not going to tell your wife a week later after your mother's passed that like her grave was desecrated. So yeah, just I, leave that to yourself. You got to ease into that one. Annie is like, Hey Steve, I'm peacing. She says she's going out to see a movie. Right. But she ends up going to a grief support group. I do love this shot because it starts far away and then it just slowly pans into her. But like, mm-hmm. of course, they're like also there's like, I don't know, like what, 20 people there. I don't know. They ask like any new any newcomers mm-hmm. or anybody that's like first timers want to like talk. And she kind of raises her hand a little bit and he's like, OK, yeah. go ahead. And then she goes, ah, never mind. Like, I don't want to talk. And then she just kind of starts to blurt it out. Yeah. And we learn that Annie's she's talking about her mom's death. And all that stuff. And then she goes on to explain things about her her mom and all the issues with her family and goes on even further to say that her mom had DID, which is dissociative identity disorder. You stole my note. Did I? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know if you would actually mention it because I was like, well, I don't know if that's. I know. I, okay. wanted, I wanted to know what it was. Oh, yeah. Well, you can say the other part because maybe not everybody knows that dissociative identity disorder is. Um, well, according to mayoclinic.org. It's Ooh, there's a, the source. Huh? I can source mine. I Googled it. Oh. <laughs> And I just took whatever's there. <laughs> oh, plagiarism! I no, know. I uh, did. I I do. Uh, I, I do quotes. Yeah. Um. It's a. <laughs> I, I do it right. She says. <laughs> uh, it's a mental health condition which causes someone to have multiple distinct personalities. Mm-hmm. The various identities control a person's behavior at different times. The condition can cause memory loss, delusions, or depression. DID is usually caused by past trauma, a reaction to trauma by keeping difficult memories at bay. Wow. So she had DID and dementia. Yeah, and dementia. That's right. I didn't mention that. It's a bummer. And then do you have what dad had? Because I do. Holy shit. Tell us what happened to dad. So, well, and I'm talking about Annie's dad. Yeah, this is all Annie's right. Annie's parents right. and Annie's family. So I just have they had psychotic depression. I didn't go into you tell what more happened. Well, he died of self-starvation. Oh, that's right. Because of his psychotic depression. Yeah. She was just a baby. Mm -hmm. And then S went down with her brother. And then the brother had schizophrenia. Yep. And he just flat out killed himself, but blamed his mom. Hanged himself. The grandma. And in the note blamed. Yeah. Granny. Right. Mm -hmm. That. It was her fault because she was, quote, putting people inside of him. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh. That's different. Deep inside of you. I don't think that that was the perfect. No, no. Different tone. Different tone. Yep. Annie describes, you know, kind of their torrid past, right? Right. And breaks down saying she feels blamed. Mm -hmm. You know, she's just, I mean, all of this shit is so heavy. It's very heavy. Other people were like, I came to speak too. I like (laughs) This is the longest My talk. cat died. This is the <laughs> newcomer. Get to walk in here and take up a whole hour. God. We got shit to do after this. <laughs> the donuts are staling. Um, 
That's they steal so fast. That's what I'd be there for. Oh, right? the powdery ones. Oh my god, so quick. We go back home, and um, there's supposed to be a big party the next day for Peter. Oh right. To go to. Yeah, he's ripping a bong and gets a text. Yeah. So there's like a yeah, and it's and it says bring your dick at oh the my end. God, I, I loved, loved it. it. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Um, and then we cut again and. Charlie's making weird, creepy stuff in her room. Arts, is this the next day? Arts and crafts. This is the next day because he gets the text the night before, the same night that Annie comes back from grief counseling. And the next morning-ish day, whatever, is Charlie's making weird, creepy stuff in her room, like I said. That's when she feels like the most creative. At home, in yeah. The mornings. Literally. And we see the little bird's head on the table just like chilling. <laughs> And a weird like line of green light kind of like washes over her for a second. It's very strange. Yes. And it kind of makes her stand up and go look out the window, like stand on her bed and look out the window. And then she just kind of like just runs outside. She sees a picture of her grandma, too. It floats over to like a picture of her. Oh, yeah, that's right. On the wall. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, we see Annie's out in the in the garden. Or no, I'm sorry. She's in the kitchen. Annie's preoccupado. Yeah. Right? No, she's no, she's not in the kitchen. She's working on her stuff. She's working on her, in the workshop because he comes up to the. Oh, it shows her real quick cutting oh, tomatoes in the that's, kitchen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I skipped it's that not part. even. And then she gets like a work related text. Yeah. Um, and then like they're like, "Hey, is shit done yet?" Are you, she's yeah, we're go just checking it on you. Yeah, she's like they're get, giving her the chop chop on yeah, it, so yeah. she's done chop chopping tomatoes. To yes. her point, yeah. she goes to her workshop. Yeah. But yeah, Charlie takes her fucking bird for a walk. But yeah, so she she goes outside, but then we cut again really fast to Peter. And he comes upstairs to talk to Annie in the workshop. And he's like, hey, I want to go to this party. And she's like, are you going to drink? And he's like, no, I'm not going to drink. <laughs> I'm not going to drink at all. And then she's like, okay, well, like, are you going to drink? <laughs> and then she's like, are you going to take your sister? I'm sorry. No. First of all, if I was a parent and I had a, a child in high school and then clearly a child, maybe not not in high school. I don't know how old she technically is. How old is she? Either she's way. She's pretty young. She's pretty young. I would not be like, are you going to take your sibling with you to this party that I clearly know you don't want to take your sibling to? Well, but he lied. He said he was doing a, going to a school thing, a school function. Oh, that's right. He, he doesn't totally say lied. party. Yeah, because, yeah, we know he's going to a party. Oh. He's like, it's like a school thing. I wanted to go to it, you know. Oh, that's She's right. Like, well, take your that's then. my bad. Never mind. Then I take it back. I <laughs> know you're good. I was like really he's hating on Annie for a second because I'm like, you're an idiot. Why would your son want to take you? Anyways, okay, I still it. think it sucks for him. Him. Yeah, it's not fun. It's still not fun. I'd be like, no, I don't want to take my sister. Yeah, I don't want to take her to anything. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't even like her. <laughs> she's fucking weird. She is weird. Um, <laughs> so she asks, and she's like, well, then go ask your sister, right? So she yeah. like keeps telling him. So then we cut again, and Charlie's out in the cold yard, and she's just like staring off in the distance. Just tranced out, walking around with a bird in hand. Yeah, clicking. Uh, yeah, oh, ugh. And yeah. She sees like off in the distance, somebody sitting near a fire, like a big, long, either a very, very big circular fire or just a long line of fire. I don't yeah. know how it works, but yeah. it's just like there. And <laughs> and then Annie comes and finds her, of course. And yeah. Annie's like, what the fuck are you doing out here? It's cold and you're out here with no socks on. And you're going to get you're gonna get pneumonia. You're going to get pneumonia. I don't believe him, but <laughs> ask the dishes. But I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's yeah, that's what happens. And then she pulls her in the house and yep. she's like, you're going to this party with your brother. Yeah. She's like, 
Charlie doesn't want to go either. She's like, I don't want to fucking go. Which is even worse. Like, neither of them want to be yeah, around the no, other. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's like, <laughs> why would you want to torture the other like that? Because she's weird and she needs to socialize. Oh, my God. I guess Peter can leave his dick at home. <laughs> like, what? He's like, one less thing to carry, He's like, I, I guess. I guess I don't have to bring this. <laughs> Shit. Ugh. Um, But yeah, so then we kind of cut and it's party time. And there's plenty of nuts at it, too. Oh, there's lots of nuts. So we kind of see, like, Peter walking through and then it cuts to a girl chopping like walnuts or something in the worst way ever. Who chops like that? Who doesn't have a slap chop? That Shit. right. Like what the fuck are you doing? But anyways, there's like a ton of nuts on that table. Yep. Foreshadowing. Peter's like looking around for his friends, like other friends. And then he sees like that girl. Oh, right. Then right. he goes over and has like small talk with her, tries to be funny. Oh, P.S. Uh, just a little bit about Peter mm. and Charlie, by the way. Okay. So Ari asked her, I almost forgot this. He requested that Alex Wolf and Millie Shapiro go out and eat, like go out to eat in character a couple yeah. of times. And they would sit for up to three hours in silence while Millie wouldn't speak and Alex would try to get her to talk. And you're right. <clears throat> Peter uh, laying <clears throat> down the laying down a little Mac right on that. Right. Chick. He's not the smoothest. No, not even close at all. <clears throat> but he close. brought a party favor some weed so obviously he's totes in yeah right? she's like okay yeah let's go so peter's like hey charlie go snag some chocolate cake i want some alone time with that chick too bad she invites like a bunch of other people right to she's the- like hey guys <laughs> she's like hey guys total has weed. c blockage yes peter's exactly like, wah, wah, but he's still down right he's like i still brought my dick i promise <laughs> <laughs> let me get rid of my sister so i can Show you (laughs) while we smoke this weed. (laughs) (laughs) So Charlie's like, fine, you know, I'll go. I'll go do it. Whatever. So she starts to eat said cake. Right. And like a few bites in, she kind of like you can see her kind of thinking for a second. Like this just doesn't this just doesn't seem right. Right. And like whatever. Um, And then it cuts back again. Mm -hmm. Really just really quickly about nothing important peter peter talking to uh bridget i think is her name and then we get a visitor and it's charlie she's like audibly wheezes her way in yeah (laughs) she's like hey like a little announcement i'm not feeling so great she's saying it's hard to breathe yes and so Uh peter is like shit we're out races out of the party with her in his arms can i just say Hmm. who the fuck with that kind of an allergy does not fucking carry an epi fucking pen. So do you have funny. something? Am I ruining it? Do you have something about no, that? No, okay. it's kind of related though, because so, some people speculate that not that, but like that Zedemon, <laughs> not oh. really, but like, you know, yeah. what we're going to learn more about later is trying to hurt Charlie. Oh, so like the fact that she almost seems kind of careless in a way, and is like in that trance kind of like state like, uh, yeah, and she eats that cake that where like maybe in normal times she wouldn't do that because she would be concerned about her oh, allergy. because She knows better. I didn't think about so that. I didn't either. But when I was researching, I learned a couple things. Okay. I have a few paragraphs coming up for you, too. Oh, Jesus. I hope you like them. I'm, I'm sure I will. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So to your point, Peter guns it. They to, race away to uh, get in the car and, and heads to the hospital. Of course, they're in the middle of nowhere. Of course, they are. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Nowhere near it. Totally. Yep. 
So Charlie's in the back seat and she's panicking and it's super tense. It's insane. It makes me feel like I can't breathe. Yes, exactly. She's gasping for breath, rolling around, freaking out. Pulling in her neck. Yes. Peter's trying to talk her down. We're almost there. We're almost there. And she rolls the window down. <sighs> to try to, to get some air. To get some air edge, sticks her head out. A little more too, even really. A whole torso just hanging out out yeah, there. Yeah, pretty much. And unfortunately, Fortunately, we see in coming up in the quick distance, there's like a dead animal on the road. Yeah. So Peter swerves uh -huh. to miss it, right? Yes, as oh, one would. Just hit it. Yeah. You know, um, but anyway, he does that and he gets a little too close to a utility pole. Yeah. And freaking, I think we all can deduce what happens. Charlie's beheaded flat out. <laughs> She's decapped. Yeah. Hard. Yeah, real. It's... It's rough. Yeah. It it was it that's intense. Yeah, it's, it's such an intense I audibly went, oh, oh <laughs> and then put my hand over my mouth for like up until a really long time. Yes. I didn't take my hand away from my mouth. I love that. Yeah. I love that that was your first time seeing it too. I remember uh I remember my first time. <laughs> it was a it was a it was dusk. There's, no. <laughs> there's nothing better than like a first time with something like that. Yeah. It was such a reveal like, oh right. my god, like, just holy such shit. a surprise. Yep. So, yeah, Charlie's lack of breath issue got a smidge worse. Um, and we see from <laughs> afar the car screeches to a halt. And then we finally get in there and we see Peter. And he is just tears and just barely breathing. Slowly starting to like calmly panic. Like it's real. Oh, it's yeah. So it's, good. It's, it's, he's so great. He's really great. He he's is. Awesome. Um, he did method acting. Did he? Yeah, he was Peter the whole time. Oh, that's crazy. And then in the last day of shooting, he introduced himself to the cast as Alex. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. It'd be funny if he took his mole off. He's like, <laughs> and this, was, like this is also fake. This is also And this Peter. mole was method acting also. <laughs> It packs its bag and leaves. It just pieces. Um, its little hands, its little shoes. <laughs> the tiniest little like suitcase. That's adorable. I love. I actually do kind of. Maybe love it. Um, maybe Annie made the little stuff for him. <laughs> I have a little bit about the okay. the scene. Though. Yeah, tell me, tell me. So uh, at least according to Ranker.com, which is funny, oh, it goes a couple different yeah. like ways here. According to Ranker.com, per an interview with Thrillist, so it's like a story inside a story. Okay. It's like a Russian story doll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the scene was shot two different ways. Uh, in a car, I'm sorry, in a parked car on a soundstage and in a car steadily moving at 30 miles per hour. During the latter, Shapiro was tethered into the vehicle while someone held onto her hoodie to ensure she didn't fall out the window. While the young actor managed to leave the set with her head, she had marks that remained for a couple of days. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, wow. And Steve Newburn and his team, he was like the supervisor of effects, yeah. I believe it was his title. Um, his team built an animatronic puppet of Charlie for her decapitation. Uh, originally the car Charlie rode in was meant to be mounted on a track that would lead it and the animatronic puppet into the telephone pole. But changes meant that the effect had to be performed by a fully operational vehicle driving at 60 miles an hour. Oh, um, so that's a little bit of a discrepancy though in the per mile per hour, but either yeah. way for the effect, a collapsible inner skull was built. This skull was meant to mirror the damage created on another Charlie head that was built to represent the aftermath of the, the accident. 
Tests were carried out in the makeup shop using a baseball bat to simulate oh the God. telephone pole's impact. Wee! Very Dexter. Yes. Them. Yeah. Um, even without the planned track guiding the car, the effect worked out perfectly. That is crazy. So, just a little bit about the behind. That's fun. Peter uh, kicks the car into D right yeah. after he has a little moment yeah. and heads home. Just very, very nonchalantly. Um, he's in shock. Yeah, he is. He's in shock. He doesn't even like stop to really see what else is going on. He just kind of heads, like you said, like straight home and heads home and like just literally goes straight to bed. Parks, yep. heads inside, calls it a night. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> all right, I've had it. In the morning, we revisit him. And it's a little up close shot of him. He hasn't slept. No. He like literally just falls on onto the bed and wakes up and he's in the same position with his eyes wide open. Yep. Just laying in bed staring. You hear Annie and Steve talking. A hi, hello. Yeah. How's your day going to be? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And she like heads outside, finds what's left of Charlie. And we hear a lot of, oh my God. Blood curdling, gut wrenching. Oh, God. It's horrendous. It goes on for a while. Yes, it does. And then we get a freaking surprise shot of Charlie's head. Yeah. By the road. While she's still screaming. And it's covered in ants. And that's the soundtrack we get. Yes. And it's glorious. It's 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 something. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's something. Actually, funny thing about that dome piece. It was really hers. In the road. She <laughs> wanted to keep it as a souvenir. Shut up. This is a quote from her. She said, I really want I really want my head so badly to have it and to display it and scare people with it. I've sneakily mentioned it a few times like, oh, if you're not doing anything with it, I'll just keep it in a fruit bowl. It'll be really fun. <laughs> I really <laughs> want it, though. Halloween's my favorite holiday and there's so many cool things I could do with it. So then we cut to Annie and she's screaming yes. on her bedroom floor. And yeah, she's she's just literally hysterical and Steve's literally hysterical when he's trying to console her. Oh, gosh, it's terrible. And Peter's just standing in the hallway all dazed out. Yeah. He's like, oh, God. It, like, zooms out away from them. And he's yeah. just standing there. And yeah. it's just, Jesus, Lord. It's sad. And then we kind of go to the aftermath of the funeral, right? Like, we don't go to the funeral. But, like, what well, we do. She's at, I mean, yeah. yeah, we go to the funeral. And she's obviously wailing again at the funeral. As yeah. she would. And the casket's going into the ground. Lots of wailing. I'm like, okay, is that what she gets for cutting off the head of the dead bird? Because it seems, like, a little harsh. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Bird, but you're still, right. Okay. but still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh, the funeral, you know, wrapped up or whatever. And they're all at the house, like you said. Mm -hmm. And Annie's in bed, right? She's like already upstairs calling it a day. And Steve's seeing what, whoever's left out of their house. Right. Saying yeah. bye to people and stuff. And yep. But then it's like he goes up to like check on her and she's not in bed. Yeah, she's not. It's like nighttime by this point. Yeah. And then we see... Peter really quick mm -hmm. and Peter's just kind of sitting there and he's he's looking off and from his bedroom he can see the tree house and the tree house is lit up and the skylight's all like red yeah so it's very glowy in very there. glowy <laughs> and Steve is like flipping through some of freaking Charlie Aiden's scary drawings yes I, ugh, I hate them mm -hmm. um and then we find out why the tree house is lit up yeah it's Annie. Yeah. And she's asleep in the treehouse with the heaters on, which is so dangerous. But anyways. Right near her hair. Right near her hair <laughs> and her blanket at her feet. Yeah. Um, but it's cold in there once again. Yeah. And clearly, clearly mama is going through it. And then we kind of cut to the next day, right? 
Yeah. And I just skipped right to Peter is not doing well. Yeah, he can't concentrate at school. No. Worse than ever anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, he wasn't doing good to begin with, but now it's like really bad. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so may as well smoke some weed under the bleachers, man. Right. Like, may as well with some weirdos. Yeah. Um, One guy has a man bun. Peter begins to kind of like freak out. He says like he feels like his throat is tightening. He starts to cry. Very similar to his sister, right? Yes. Yes. He's having like a little reaction. A little panic attack. And yet he's able to bike home from school. He's like, whoopsie. And he's like, I got, he's like, I'm fine, actually, guys. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, he gets home. It's nighttime. And ew, creepy. She's, he like, yeah. Someone's given off creep vibes already. So Peter gets home and he kind of tosses his bike down onto the ground. And he's standing out in front of his house. And we kind of get a slow pan past Peter into the car. Mm-hmm. Like the car that's in the front yard. The front yard. The front Jesus Christ, the driveway. She's wild. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fuck it. She parks in the treehouse. <laughs> um, so she, uh, it's Annie, and she's just kind of slouched down in the front seat, in the driver's seat, just kind of like creepily just sitting there in silence watching Peter as he comes home. Yeah. And we then see a shot like POV from like the car mm-hmm. looking at Peter, and he kind of stands in front of the house for a second. You can just tell he's like, I don't want to go in there. I still feel really weird about everything that happened and like I'm still not okay. And then he eventually walks into the house and she just drives the fuck away. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Avoidance. Okay. Okay. She's trying to avoid yeah, yeah. that. Very interesting. Right. Um, so yeah, she finds herself, right? She's at the grief support group meeting place that she had attended before. Mm-hmm. But she is sitting outside of it and then she decides to drive away. Yeah, and she just kind of does a quick Yui. Yep, later gators. Yep. But she's waved down by someone, right? A woman who introduces herself as Joan. Yes. And she asks, you know, how's Annie been doing? And Annie's like, well... <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, my mom died and then. Yeah, all that. Because she asked, because Joan specifically says, like, how how are you doing after your mom died? You yeah. don't hear about that. And she's like, well. How much time let you me, got? Let me tell you. <laughs> so. She mentions Charlie's passing. Yeah. Slash, I hate my son. No, she doesn't say that. <laughs> but uh, she's thinking it. We all know. Yes. And Joan, you know, obviously is empathetic toward Annie. And I would hope to- so comfort her (laughs) and things and she says she lost her son and grandson a few months ago Mm -hmm. they drown yeah which was horrific right sure joan gives her annie like her contact info she's like call me well she's like super sweet though well brunch like she's so maternal and she's like if you needed somebody to talk to you know give me a buzz Right. And Annie's like, well, see you later. She just goes home. Yeah. She's like, I don't need the group support group. I've got like a hotline now. I can call. <laughs> I can just call whoever I want, whenever I want. I it's going to be Joan. No one has to see me ugly cry. I'm just going to call Joan. perfect. So Annie gets home, right? And she tries, um, she tries to say, like, she goes up to bed. Mm-hmm. And this part kind of is like one of those things where it's like, why are married couples like this? Because this is what married couples do. So she comes up to bed, right? And she goes to sleep. But then she wakes up because she can't sleep Mm -hmm. and she gets up to go on the other side of the room and she's like, I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. And he's like, just what do you like? It's it's cold out there. Like he knows she's going to go out and sleep in the treehouse. Yeah. And she kind of gets irritated by that. Yeah. And it's like, listen, I'll do what I want. She's out to go sleep in the treehouse. Yeah. She grabs a Linus blanket. Yeah. Just like Linus is out of the room. (laughs) 
I'll do what I want. But yeah. And then we kind of cut to Peter in his bed. Yeah, he has a moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he does. He um he's sleeping and he kind of like wakes up, I think, right? He all of a sudden hears and of course he sits straight up and looks around the room and doesn't see anything, but then he turns and sees a chair and there's something sitting behind the chair. Yeah. And it just kind of him staring at it for a minute and then like that's that's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah, we just cut to a super, you know, casual, nonchalant seance pamphlet being slipped into their ma- like oh, mail slot. Yeah. I was like, oh, super shit. rando. The, pa- the pamphlets I get are super boring. I would love oh, to yeah, get mine something are su- like that. Yeah, mine are super bland. Mine are bullshit. They're like, here, buy this. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> it's a mattress. Don't I don't want it. <laughs> I God. sleep on it every night. Right? So then Annie's in her workshop. Yep. Right? She's working hard for the money. Uh, accidentally spills paint on Joan's contact info note. And she's like, oh shit, reminder. I should probably call her and see what she's up to. Yeah, let's meet up with Joan. Her new besties. Absolutely. Goes right to her house or apartment or whatever. Just walks right to it. Mm -hmm. I kind of skipped again. We have have the pleasantries when she gets there. Like, oh my gosh, how are you? How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then we cut to them like sitting and talking, like really talking. Just FYI, welcome, Matt. Oh, that's right. And he is like, my mom used to make those for people. Yeah. Weird. Right. That's Looks very just strange. just like the one she did. Like exactly the same. But yeah, they sit down and chat, right? Mm-hmm. Annie ends up like popping a pill real quick. Doesn't she, she pop the pill after she kind of has like a little bit of a meltdown? Yeah. Yeah. Because we have like a conversation. So Annie kind of opens up again and starts to explain to Joan just in general, the dynamic between Charlie, Annie, and Peter. Oh, And when yeah. they were kids. Oh, yeah. That. that. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that. Yeah. It gets a little hardcore. It does get a little hardcore. A little dismal past. A little dark. Again. I know, right? Yes. Annie seems to have a good knack for that. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. she's a pyro. <laughs> a near pyro, actually. <laughs> um, so Annie used to sleepwalk. A couple years ago, she said that she, like, came online, woke up, mm-hmm. right? During a spell of like sleepwalking and she was standing in front of Peter and Charlie's beds. Yes, because they used to share a room together. Which made it easy for her to do this, yes. I guess. Um, they and she were covered in paint thinner uh-huh. and she was about to like strike a match. She stroked. She did. She, <laughs> she was stroked the match. the match. She, yes, she was. And that's what awoke her. Oh, that's right. She said, that's what made me come to is striking the match. Oh my God. That's freaking insane. Yep. Absolutely insane. Yep. So obviously the kids are like funking traumatized. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You're going to catch us on funking fire. Right. You're going to kill us and yourself. Right. Psycho. Yeah, right. Steve Watt comes home. What in the world? <laughs> it's like, did they all simultaneously? Was that human combustion? Like what Whatever happened here? Yeah. What a coincidence. And he says that Peter has always held it against her. Yep. And, you know, no matter how much she's tried, she can't convince her kids. Like, I didn't really try to murder you. I wasn't going to do it. That would be pretty tricky. Yeah. I don't know. You'd yeah. get some good-ass birthday presents after that shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> You'd have to. Then we go back home, right? Again. Yeah, back home. And we see that she's back upstairs in the workshop working. Mm-hmm. And this time, <laughs> she's making a replica, a mini replica of the accident. Oh, boy. Like painting the blood and such onto Charlie's head in this little <laughs> miniature thing. And Steve's up here and he's like, um... <laughs> So that's a bit much there, dearie. Um, what are you doing? And she's like, what? Like, it's it's a perfect, like, she says something like it's a perfect, not replica, but she says it's a perfect. Um, uh, she says, 
what does she say? Da, 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 da. It's very, very. Um, it's a neutral view of the accident. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Right. And he's like, okay, well, listen, I made dinner, you fucking psycho. So <laughs> come to dinner if you if you want, right? Yeah. And he kind of gets mad and like huffs off, which in his defense, I'm sorry. That's extremely like, that is something that if it was me, I would hide that from my husband. Yeah. Because I don't know if my husband's going to take it as well as I am. Right. Like replicating literally what happened to also his daughter. Maybe pitch the idea. I mean, like, are you OK if this is done in this? Maybe stay away from the workshop of it if you don't like this. Yeah, I'm doing this. What are your thoughts? And maybe we have like a knocking system. Yes. <laughs> like maybe you don't want to see it. Right. Yeah. Hardcore. So well, it's dinner time. Exactly. Right? So it's super quiet and awkward and I find it so hauntingly well done that we can like feel her annoyance and like frustration and she's like intolerant of Peter now. Yes. Just like staring at, just hates being around him. Just doesn't, Bubbling tension is just so ridiculous. And he's just trying so hard to just exist. Yes. And just kind of get through this world right now. And Peter tells Steve, like, to your point where it all kind of starts is that the food's really good. And Annie kind of just huffs about it, right? Like, she kind of, like, makes, like, a sound. And Peter's like, do you want to get into it? Do you have something to fucking say? Like, and she's just like, what do you mean? What do I have to say? And so then eventually it just kind of all comes out that Annie just flat out gives him the business and stands up and screams in his face. Mm -hmm. And really just tells him like you can't own up to anything that you've done yes and i feel like i have to take all the like i carry all that weight nobody ever wants to just admit that they're wrong yes like no one ever wants to take responsibility for what they've done yep and she just freaks out screams at him and then sits down quietly and continues to eat her food dude when she says to peter and i quote all I get back is that fucking face on your face. I, <laughs> I I died. I was like, who hasn't been that pissed off that they say something so ridiculous? That doesn't make any sense. And in your head, you're like, shit. And you just move on. Yes. You're like, I'm keep, I'm on a roll. I right. don't care if it I don't makes give sense. a shit. Peter fires back a question to Annie, actually, which is yeah. like super hardcore, too. He basically says, like, you made me take charlie to the party so who's to blame and she didn't even want to go yes that's another dig yes she didn't even want to go that was pretty hardcore yeah and steve finally speaks up and shuts her down he's like that's it and annie storms off like she was just told she couldn't go to the homecoming (laughs) party thing like she just was like she's like fine fuck you i'll eat in my room i won't eat any more dinner actually that would have been fun yes that she likes you hear the the stairs like uh, her running up the stairs and then a door slam i hate you (laughs) Or like in fucking Superstar, you're horrible when she keeps slamming the door over and over. That would have been really funny. But good for Steve shutting it down. Uh, As he should, yeah. Yeah. And she just basically, Annie dives back into work. Yeah, she goes to the, she's like there and she's doing her thing and she realizes she needs a couple things. So she leaves to go to the art supply store. Mm -hmm. And she gets to the store. We don't see her in it. We see her leaving the store. And she's kind of just doing her thing and She's heading to the um, the parking lot, and we see that she runs into Joan. Yeah, and we see a, we see Joan, and she's all bubbly and happy, and she's telling Annie all about this medium that she got to talk to. Yeah, and let me just tell you all about it because I know this sounds crazy, but like, hear me out. And so she starts to explain to Aunt, uh, to Annie all this stuff. 
And so then Joan convinces Annie to come back to the house, to her house, mm-hmm. so they can perform a seance. Yeah. She's like, uh, my medium chan- uh, like channeled my grandson, right? Or whatever. Right. And if you come back, I will totally give you the DIY version of a seance. And tr- right. Show you what's up. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have a blast. So and jo- Joan's like certified now then? Yeah. She, I, like, I guess so. I'd be like, wait a second. How is this possible? So have like a certificate? Or- so they the, the lights are off. They're doing their thing. They have a glass on the table that's upside down. Yeah. And she doesn't say it, does she? Just, just No. Joan doesn't say anything but ahead of time. Like she doesn't do the words, right? Um, she's just like talking to Louie. Yeah. And Annie feels a presence. She start. she's like already starting to freak out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she's not comfortable whatsoever. And like the glass slides after jo- like Joan asks Louie to move it if he's there. If with he's them. there and that does. And Annie's like, how did you do that? Yeah. Then Looks under really the thinks, table. Like yes. all this crazy stuff. Uh, Joan doesn't stop. Joan's just like, okay, Louie, if you are here uh, or not here, but if she asks him a question, if, 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 if it's yes, move the glass to the left. If it's no, if it's anyways, she asked yeah. him to move the fucking glass yeah. and he does multiple times. She keeps going and Annie's like having a fucking panic attack almost. Yes. Joan pulls out like a small chalkboard and puts it down and says, I have your chalkboard. This is your favorite thing. This is your chalkboard, right? So she puts it down and says, if there's anything you want to say, now you can say it. And so she has yeah. the piece of chalk and it starts writing on the chalkboard on its own. And doesn't it say like, Grammy, hi, or Grammy, I love you. I love you, Grandma. Yeah, that's right. It's all right. misspelled and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And Annie just is loses like losing it. it. And then she gets a uh, something like blows her hair. Yeah. And that's when she freaks the fuck out. Yes. She's like, I can't do this. Totally. Well, <coughs> and I thought Excuse it was me. fun too. So that like the effects as far as the chalkboard writing on itself, yeah. right? So the effects team put a magnet in the chalk I and was wondering. put uh, a magnet on the other side of the chalkboard to make the chalk move. Um, but they said that it was really difficult to get a small magnet inside the chalk and make it write more smoothly. I'm so sure. They said on the other, like in this movie, that they had to do a bunch of things they had never done before. Like they did an effect later that uh, where a candle lights itself. And they oh. were like, we never had to do this. So they had a lot of things that they, like little that's, things that they had to figure that's out. That's fun. Okay, cool. So yeah, Joan, right? She suggests Annie like, hey, go home and try this. Yeah, like why don't you do this? I did it. You saw what happened. Yeah. You need like a trinket of sorts, something that was hers, something that was Charlie's. Yes. Like the chalkboard was Louie's. You need something for her. And then she gives her like a piece of that pamphlet, right? Yeah. And she's like, you have to read this this stuff. I don't know what the language is. I just know that you have to read it beforehand. And she's, right. she's like, ah, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, sure. Absolutely. And oh, oh yes. Yeah. I didn't know this. When they were outside of like the craft store, the fucking Hobby Lobby, where yeah. they were, uh, you see the chalkboard that Joan uses later in her car like she had just purchased oh. it. Annie can't sleep. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of looks over on the wall and she just sees like a bunch of ants Ew. crawling down the wall. Yes, it's disgusting. And then she follows them. Yeah, she gets out of bed, right? Yeah. And she ends up walking down the hall mm-hmm. in Peter's room. And she finds he is crawling with ants. Yeah. Which is disgusting. Like they're coming out of his mouth. And his eyes and everything. And she has like a crazy silent scream moment like Uh Danny in The Shining. Just, just, you know, yelling. (laughs) No, nothing. Silent yelling. Um, But she's awakened by Peter's voice. 
Right. She, she hears him go, what are you doing? Uh-huh. And Annie realizes that she was sleepwalking. Uh. And she asks Peter if Charlie's in there. And he's like, what are you talking about? I die whenever she blurts out to freaking Peter, I never wanted to be your mother. Yes. Oh. Like never wanted to be your like terrible. Absolutely. And he's like, what do you mean you didn't want to be my mother? Like she's like, I don't know. I just tried. I tried everything to not have you. Yeah. And he was like, uh, what do you mean you tried not to have me? And then she finally just says, I did everything you're not supposed to do to try to have a miscarriage. And it didn't work is how she said yes. it. Like she almost has like a moment of like Jesus. But then she's like, but it didn't work. And I love you so much. And I'm so glad that I have you. Like I'm how she says it. on this. And he's like, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Horrible. That's Horrible like mother of the year. It would have been funny at the end if she was like, happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> like it was his birthday. <laughs> Fuck you. Hi, brother. <laughs> so pretty much the worst things you could say to your son. Yeah. Uh, so that happens and it's really crazy. And then all of a sudden you notice that they're both like drenched. Yeah. They're both like super wet. Yes. And you're like, um, well, now what's happening? Are you just having like night sweats? What's going on yeah. here? And then there's like kind of screaming back and forth at each other. She's like, I love you. I love you. And then we hear, but we don't see we hear a match strike and yes. her face starts to glow and then she fucking wakes, wakes up. up. Freaking. Ugh. Thank God it's just a dream, guys. That nightmare is bound to ruin your next day. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> so Annie wakes Peter and Steve mm-hmm. uh, and she summons them downstairs. Yeah. For some Bill Nye the Spirits guy <laughs> action of some sort. I don't know. And she makes them all hold hands, right? Yeah. And she's like, I am an amateur medium, right? I'm still learning the ropes, but I got this. <laughs> We're going to try something. Yeah. I'm. She says she's lucid. She but says, real quick, oh. I have to say one quick thing. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to rewind on this, but right before she wakes everybody up and takes them out, she wakes up from the nightmare, right? Mm-hmm. And then we kind of cut really quickly to um, her in the bathroom, in the master bathroom, and the door's shut, and all we can hear is like her talking to herself, but it's not in English. Oh, shit. She's reading that incantation oh, thing or whatever it is. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yeah, I caught yeah. it I caught it the second time I watched it. There see, you go. sometimes two times works. Ah, see? <laughs> nice. So she did, to, to, to bring back what Joan said, you have to read the thing first. Yes. So she does. Anyways, totally. but back to downstairs. Sorry. Nope, you're good. So Annie makes them all hold hands, right? They're mm-hmm. about to medium it up. Yeah. She starts talking to Charlie and they do the glass trick, right? Yep. So they're just like all hold, they have their hands on the glass awaiting some movement and all. And then it starts to move. Yeah. And Peter's starting to wake. I would too. Rightfully so. <laughs> he didn't even really like his sister probably that much. I don't blame him. And Steve starts screaming for Annie to end the shenanigans. He's right? like, cut it off. Yeah. He's like, cut it Peter's off. Cut it out. <laughs> cut it something. Do anything. Yeah. Aside from <laughs> Not this. this. Yeah. <laughs> sucks. Um, and so Peter's continuing to wake. And then out of nowhere, like a pane of glass breaks yeah. across the room. Yeah. Totally random. Super cray. And then the candle flicker like wigs out hardcore. Yep. And um, then Annie kind of like grumbles creepily for a minute. Yeah. And her head's kind of like down a little bit, right? Yes. And she's very still, but she's like making weird noises. Yes. And she starts to call for mom. Yeah. So basically she's like, possessed by charlie i think so it's creepy yeah it's I very creepy it. 
Yeah. It's very creepy. And Steve is like, enough of this shit. And like, just blasts her with the water. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Peter freaks out yep. even more than he yeah. already was. And he's like crying in Steve's arms. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'd be super bummed if oh. my mom was scary. Like, yeah, I would. Worry. I'd be like, I don't want this. Thanks. Yes. Thanks. Terrifying. Cool. I'm never hugging you again. Yeah, this no, never. Awesome. Uh, so then we cut to the next day, right? Yes. And Peter is in class and he is just... Once again, not having it, um, not having a good day. Is this this is where he kind of slightly sees himself in the glass? Yeah, yeah, he sees not like slightly. A, he sees himself in the glass. Yeah. I, don't know why I said it like that. He's he's definitely seeing shit. He sees like a light bounce around the room, and then he sees his own reflection in right? like a bookcase that's sitting next to him on the left. Yeah, and it's like staring at him, and but it's. Grinning. It's like smiling back at him, but yes. he's not smiling. No, it's not synced up like iPods. No, not right, not right. it's definitely uh, on a different wavelength. And that's super creepy. He looks very ominous and scary. And then he hears Charlie's clicking sound. Ugh. And You're welcome, everybody. I hate it. <laughs> I hate her. And he, ju- and he jumps out of his seat, right? Yep. And just says he has to pee. Yeah. I'm and, like, wow, that is an emergency. That is an emergency. Yeah. And then, and of course, the... The, the the teacher's like, okay, take the pass. And so he does. Yeah. And so then as this is all going on, we cut to um, uh, Annie. She's at the house, right? Mm-hmm. And she's working on the funeral scene yes. of her little, her little mashup. And uh, Steve calls her, right? Yeah. And we can kind of hear Steve through the phone explaining that um, he got a call from the school and Peter is all in hysterics at school and that they they um, that he has to go get him is something. Anyways, he's like all upset. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just need to protect my son. Yeah. And she's like, excuse you. What mm-hmm. are you talking about? He's my son, too. And then Steve promptly hangs up on her. Yeah. And she calls him back and says, you do not get to hang up on me. And I can't. What did she say after that? Actually, I don't Screams remember. Screams at his voicemail a ton. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know something. She says something to him. I yeah. can't remember what it was. And then she hangs up on him. Yeah. Well, rightfully so. Peter, like that. Steve's pissed because Peter thinks that an evil spirit attached itself to him. Oh, that's right. He's so like, I don't she, know what happened. Thanks, but mom. Yeah, it's so like your handiwork right there. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. So of course. So yeah. Yep. And so then she sits back down after she kind of like cools herself off and the phone starts ringing and she's trying to like put a chair, like glue a chair together, I guess, in this funeral scene. Yeah. And the um, the phone rings mm-hmm. and it rings and it rings and it rings and it goes to voicemail. Yep. And you hear the answering machine message, right? Yeah. It's the old fashioned. They called the landline. Yes. Left a message for everyone to hear. Yes. Like, oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Um, so, yeah, it's business related. And it's about her deadline and mm-hmm. all that jazz. They're checking in on her. Yeah. You know, obviously we care about you, but like, uh, is this shit done and ready yet? Or, yeah. And Annie wigs out. Yeah. She just, she, well, she breaks the chair. Yes. She's holding it too hard. She, she breaks the chair. She smashes the little chair. Yep. Right. And then decides to smash the rest of everything. Yes, she does. Yep. Uh, so she destructathons her workshop a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Steve comes home with Peter and he's like, awesome. Can Great. Come home and it's like one normal day ever in life. Yeah. No. No. Because it looks like obviously Annie went ballistic in her workshop because yeah. she didn't feel like looking at it anymore. Uh-uh. 
And Steve's like, and I don't feel like sleeping next to you because anymore. you're a psycho <laughs> and I'm done with this. So yeah. he goes on the couch. Yeah, he's setting up to snooze on the couch, takes yep. some pillies. Yep. Help me cope with my takes one and then looks at it and says, nah, two's better. Yeah. <laughs> one for my loss of my daughter and one for my scary ass wife. Awesome. <laughs> Gonna sleep this off a little bit. Shit. Totally. Um, so then we kind of cut to to Annie is in the bedroom in, in the master bedroom and she kind of just gets up and starts walking towards Charlie's room. Mm-hmm. And as she's like walking towards Charlie's room, we see a, this her sketchbook is on the um the bed, the end of the bed open, and it keeps flip like flipping through pages it's of cute. the little weird drawings that Charlie used to draw. And it, we see someone like crying on the pages, mm-hmm. but their eyes are kind of not crossed out the whole way, but they, there's X's and stuff on their eyes, right? Yes. And whoever this is, which it's, it's fucking, it's Peter. It's totes Peter. It's totally, totally Peter. Totes she can't, Pete. she's, <laughs> she's not an artiste, but we do know that much. Um, So it just kind of stops at one point. Cause it's drawing on its own, but it stops at one point mm-hmm. and it's just him like crying still. Right. That's yeah. it. I think. Um, and then we cut now, speaking of which we cut now to Peter waking up out of a dead sleep. Yeah. And he hears the clicking that Charlie does. Right. Stupid. And, <laughs> um, he looks over and he sees her standing in his bedroom, like clear as day. Yes. And she's just standing there. Still as can be staring right at him and she just kind of looks at her for a second and then she kind of like it looks like she's falling forward but it's just her head and her head kind of falls off (laughs) and it rolls into a ball like an actual ball onto the floor. Yeah, that's interesting. It it turns. Yeah, that's weird. Her head turns into a ball. It totally does. I always forget that. Yeah. So. Peter is freaking out. Right. He starts to wig. So is the family dog. Um, and then all of a sudden, Peter is like grabbed through hands coming through like the headboard of his bed. Yeah. Pulling like, on his head. Yeah. He's like restrained and being choked and like, right. oh, it's fucked up. Man. Yeah, it's all the awful. hands creepy. So he ends up waking up screaming. Yeah. It's all a nightmare, right? Yeah. But it's he's like waking up to a nightmare if your mom is terrifying because <laughs> she's standing there looking at him, right? And he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah. you were just choking me. What the fuck is going on? And I love, too, how all the while Steve's, like, sleeping with Princess Valium. He's uh-huh. Downstairs. He's, like, just knocked out cold. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I want to be that guy in this situation. Right. But Peter and Annie have a, a yell fest back and forth at each other, yep. right? Yep. And she's, like, the only one that can can fix this right like yeah i'm the only one that can fix this and it's like well what, what are you fucking fixing like what are you doing no. um and he of course wants nothing to do with it so she then runs downstairs right with the mm-hmm. sketchbook in her hand yep and she eventually gets to it but she gets over to the fireplace right next to where steve is sleeping yeah and just throws the sketchbook into the fireplace but then the sketchbook starts to slowly catch on fire, but so does Annie's left arm. <laughs> and no. she kind of puts two and two together pretty quickly and realizes, oh shit, I can't put the sketchbook on fire because it's going to catch me on fire because I'm connected to the sketchbook. Exactly. So she then takes said sketchbook out of said fire and stomps it out. And then the fire stops, right? Yes. Totally. So we start to learn that like, oh shit, you're connected to this 
stuff. That's, that one's going to have to stay on the shelf. Yeah. They want to put it on a high one. I don't know. Yeah. Just staple leave it, it leave shut. It there. I don't leave know what there. you do with it. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Interesting enough. And then Peter wakes up, heads out for the day. Right. Annie has to run an errand herself, right? She goes to Jones. Yeah. Because she really needs some DIY mediumed too much help. <laughs> She's like, shit, how do I turn this, this stuff off? This is so bad, yeah. Needing help. So, unfortunate, uh, Jane, or I'm sorry, Joan, it doesn't answer the door. No, it's not home. And then Annie does like a re-glance at the doormat. And she's like, this still looks so familiar. Like, yeah. my mom used to make these exact doormats. What the fuck? Yeah. Right. Thanks for biting my mom's style, Joe. Yeah, stop stealing it. Um, so then we go back again to Peter at school real quick. But he's sitting outside now, I guess, having lunch. Yeah. We never had that luxury. No. Um, so he's sitting outside at lunch and he's just like kind of having a freak out moment by himself. But then all of a sudden he sees Joan mm -hmm. across the street, kind of like Charlie saw. They yeah. must Obviously, they go to the same school. I shouldn't have assumed. Yeah. Maybe she was like late middle school. He was early high school. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, and so we see Joan across the street. and She's just like screaming random shit at him. Peter, get out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I expel you. Yeah. And it's like, um, okay. Yeah. And he's just kind of looking around and nobody else is noticing Joan doing this. Right. No one. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> um, this is great. So then we go again to Annie's heading home from Joan's and she starts to ravagely. Is ravage a good word? I mean, she's scrounging. She's doing ravagely. some stuff. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're just going to say it. I think ravage. Yeah. Uh, Sure. Oh, I was thinking ravenous. That's oh. whenever you're hungry. Like, I'm ravenous. Mm. No, ra she's doing things. She's <laughs> she's scrounging. Lots. She is. She's going through and she's she's going through all of her mom's stuff. Right. She's kind of like, like starting to freak out a little bit and like starting to like panic, go through everything. And she finds a book. Right. A few books, actually, that are very culty. Oh, yeah. Very King culty. Payman. Yeah. King Payman. Yeah. And it's very like demonic and whatever right mm -hmm. but then she finds a photo album mm. with pictures in it as photo albums have and then she finds a bunch of pictures with her mom and joan so joan did know Annie's, right uh, mom's mom yeah nope, Annie's mom Annie's mom yeah yeah joan's a liar yeah cool. interesting interesting and she also sees a picture of a group of people looking at a picture of her family on a projector screen. Yeah. Which is very odd. Very strange. Like this weird culty looking room of people is looking at me. It's a little strange. Yeah. Yeah. So then we kind of go again and we find out that Steve finds out that the grave was dug up and the body was removed. Yeah. He gets that phone call, right? In the middle of writing a, a help my wife email <laughs> that he doesn't clearly get to finish. Yes. Because he's at work, right? Annie decides to go into the attic. Yeah. Like randomly for some reason. I like there's no prompt for that. Just visiting where they keep all the flies. I, this and is smells. my least favorite scene. Flies and smells. I didn't do a fave yet, but this is my least favorite scene. Well, she. You know why? Just ask me. Why? Just guess too. Well, the flies are so fucking bad. Oh, they are pretty bad. They are so they fake. They are bad. Like really a bunch of dots just <laughs> zooming around the screen. You couldn't even just like try. Yeah. Get real flies. Yeah, I was. Anyways, pretty... I'm sorry. The f anyways, I just ruined all that. But well, so 
And it was smelly up there. And I wonder if that was real or not. <laughs> it probably was real. Nothing's authentic anymore. That was probably real and the flies weren't. Anyways. <laughs> so she's flashlighting around. Yeah. And it's like one of those pull down addicts, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And we realized pretty quickly why it's all flyy and smelly up there. Yeah. There's just a body laying in the corner of the room, the attic room. And it's headless. It's headless horseman. Yeah. Headless mom. Yeah. It's her fucking mom. It's Grams. And there's like that symbol that was on her necklace at her funeral and it's on the wall above in, the body. In blood. In some blood. Yeah. It's all fucked up. Pretty it's bad. like it's been in your seat, like in your attic this whole time. It's just like sitting by the Christmas tree with all the decorations. <laughs> There's a Rudolph right You're here. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I think they would have like staged this differently, uh -huh. but it's awfully festive. So disturbing. Right? Yeah, very much. <laughs> very much. And Peter, then we go back to him. We're with him in school a lot. Yeah, we are. Um, and he's cracking up in class. Not like, haha. No. Not a good way. No. He hears Charlie's clicking again. Yes. And he appears to kind of like go into a trance-like state almost. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he he raises his hand all funkily. And the teacher's like, yes, Peter. And then the teacher's like, wait, what, Peter? Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? And then we turn and we see Peter. Yes. And he's like, his. it's almost like his hand is holding his head up yeah. somehow. It's like there's an invisible string. Like yes. His head's cocked Like weirdly. maybe he's like trying to hang himself. I don't it's fucking know. strange. And his eyes are all fucked up and he's like drooling on himself. It and almost he, looks like he's suffocating. Yeah, suffocating. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And he kind of has, has a freak out. He has this freak out moment. Like you said, he's kind of like possessed for a second and then he just smashes his head off the desk. Oh my God, yeah. Multiple he, times. Yeah, he just slams his head. It, it is so... Face down first, face first. Intense. It's bad. Right? Can you imagine being in school? Like if someone farted, that was like an event. <laughs> After Peter violently slams his own head off his desk multiple times, right? Yes. He starts screaming and like snaps out of it. He's on the floor. Uh, -huh. uh Everyone, you know, the class is looking on like, oh shit. Oh God, everyone, what's going on with Pete's over there? Totally taking a video on Snapchat of this. <laughs> uh So allegedly Alex Wolf, he wanted to break his own nose for the scene. No. And Ari Aster respectfully declined the offer. Uh Thank right? you. But I guess he did get injured, but I read conflicting information about it, so I okay. didn't include. But yeah. he got injured because, like, the effect – he did actually hit his face off that desk, but it was a foam top to the desk, yeah. but then the bottom wasn't. Oh. So he actually, like, hit his head hard enough that he did hurt himself because right. the foam just wasn't enough and right. really forceful. So, yeah. anywho, he didn't really break his nose, but I did read, like, some – like I said – he really wanted to break his nose. Yeah. How would you want to, you could, you'd have to get surgery sometimes for that kind of break. I don't know. Yeah. Why would you, oh my God, that makes me he sick. He's methoding. That, yeah, that's not cool. You're too young for that shit, Woo. Alex. Um, methoding for that age, too young. Um, but I appreciate it at the mm -hmm. same time. Um, so then we, so Peter has this freak out moment, right? And then we, um, we see that Annie's missing the phone call from the school. Like that's yeah. clearly like we see the house and it kind of pans through the house and the house is empty. No one's in there. The phone's ringing, ringing, ringing. And then, um, uh, well, we'll find out why she misses the call, but, uh, dad comes to the rescue. Yeah. As always. So right? yeah, dad seems to be the, it. Right. So Steve goes to pick him up. Right. And he picks him up and brings him home. 
and he's in the back seat and he's they must have given him a, a, a sedative yeah <laughs> had to have i he's guess i mean out. he's zonked out right and his nose is all bandaged up and we get home and it's raining outside and we see that Annie is just like standing underneath with the photo album in her hand, standing underneath the tree, yeah. the tree house. And Steve pulls up to the driveway and she kind of runs out to greet him and kind of like flags him down. Yeah. Um, you can just wait for him. He's coming. Stop. Anyways. You like already look crazy. Yeah. Like you already look nuts. <laughs> and so she kind of runs up to the next to the car and she's like, what's going on? And he's like, I had to pick, you know, I had to pick our son up from fucking school. And she's like, oh, my God, what happened? And she's like freaking out about it. Yeah. And she's like, who did this? And he's like, yeah, he did this to himself. And he's like, here, help me take him in the fucking house. You crazy nut. You made him nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? He literally did this to himself. <laughs> so they put him to bed and then Annie just hysterically has to explain what's going on, right? Oh, yeah. They, she says, you know, ba- basically begs Steve, hey, go check the attic. Big Granny's Steve. up there. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, please go check Granny in the yes, attic. Yes. Um, and so he, you know, of which he obliges. He's yeah. like, fine, whatever. So while uh, he starts to head up the base or the attic steps, you know, Annie runs downstairs. She's getting a fire prepped, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she hears Steve scream. Because <laughs> oh! he found headless grams in the yes. corner up there, right? Yep. And so she then is like, all right, it's evidence time. She shows Steve pictures, right, mm-hmm. of her mom and Joan together. Right. And she's basically saying, like, this is a conspiracy. They know each other. This woman lied and said that she didn't know my mother. Right. Something is going on. Right. It's my fault. Right. Like they start to talk about the drawings that were that are in Charlie's notebook Mm -hmm. and that they're all of Peter like we talked about. Yep. And she basically is like there, you know, I tried to set it on fire and I did instead. So here we are. I, I need you. How fucking funny would it have been, though, seriously thinking about it, if Charlie had drawn, like, <laughs> like caricatures of Peter? Like, <laughs> like, he's, like, swinging a baseball bat in one, or he's, like, fishing on a big boat in another. And just, that'd be silly. That'd be so much more fun. And better. Um, but, yeah, so. Yeah. Annie's like, guess what? We need to burn the book, and I need your help to do it. Because I can't do it, because I'll catch fire. Yeah. She doesn't say that, but essentially she's like, I can't do it. I need you to do it. And then she just proceeds to beg and plead and like just literally might as well have just crawled all the way down those stairs. Mm -hmm. And he, the whole time, Steve is just kind of like, I I don't know what the fuck is happening. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like he just is so, I think he's so like in shock and confused and like, I don't know what's happening, but I'll listen to you. And then she's just saying, I need you to do this. Please do this. If you don't do this, then something's going to happen to Peter. I just know it. I just absolutely know it. Yep. And it's so crazy, too, because she basically tells the kids goodbye. She's yeah. like, tells, you know, telling Steve, like, tell Peter I didn't hate him nearly as much as I seemed to. <laughs> um, and so Steve, you know, takes the book from her and then he starts to walk away and then he stops and is like, I'm done perpetuating like your behavior and your, your like what yeah. you're thinking is happening. Yeah. Your thoughts. So she's like, nope, not. Or he's like, nope, I'm not doing it for you. And so she grabs the book and chucks it in the fire. And guess what? He catches fire. Steve goes up in flames. Oh, it's the opposite. <laughs> Much to Annie's chagrin. And she's I, like, oh, shit. I laugh every time. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Because it's, it's just so silly. It just happens so quick. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. So yeah. Catches me off guard every time. So Steve's no more. 
Yeah. And then it's just nighttime. Yeah. It just kind of cuts <laughs> and um, right. it's, it's been a minute and Peter wakes up in his, in his bed. Right. Yeah. And he kind of sits up and, and faces the window where the tree house is. And he can see that the heaters are on inside the tree house. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and that <laughs> isn't all we see. No, I, Dude, Mm-mm. I can't Mm-mm. even deal with this. Mm-mm. I was screaming. I levitate every I, time. I did both times. Yes. I don't like, and I even watched it on the computer the second time because I like to take my notes at the computer. And I was sitting there watching it on the, the one screen, and that screen's kind of shitty. And it's dark for some reason on that screen. And I could still fucking see it. Um, I could still fucking see it. So she, as in Annie, right? When we see Peter sitting in his bed facing his window, she is in the background on ew, the wall. I have tears cor- in my eyes. In the corner of his bedroom looking so creepy, slinky, scary. Like on the ceiling. It scares me every time. Just like sprawled out, like just holding onto the ceiling. And Whoa. he's it, it's like not only is that just like unnerving alone. Yes. right? Like that's so unnerving. But then at one point you get that feeling that someone's in a room with you. Yes. And he slowly starts to turn to his over his right shoulder. Yeah. But we see it from our angle. And she just <laughs> she just demon crawls away very quietly <laughs> and very creepily, but still on the fucking ceiling. And then he doesn't see her. She's scared. She scampers. I know. It's so scary and unnerving, but it's also kind of cute. She it is kind of cute, but like, cutely, yeah. but so, but also terrif- it's terrifying. It's, the word scary. it's terrifying. It is. It's, it's absolutely terrifying. Oh my God. And I love how patient she was like when she was just watching him and stuff like it yeah. is just scary on every it's level. It's terrifying. Ugh. So Peter gets up, right? He didn't see that obviously. Uh-huh. So he gets up and he just walks down the hall. He's like looking around, looking He's into other He's kind of got like the creeps though. He, he does. Co- he hollers for mom and dad, right? Totally. Yeah. Here's a loud banging noise downstairs. Yes. While he's walking around, right? Yes. And then we slowly creep to like follow Peter into the, you know, another room and stuff. It's just the suspense building is right. awesome. Like it kills me. Yeah. Every it's time. It's terrible. In a good way, it's terrible. Yeah. Um. So then he like does eventually make his way downstairs, yep. right? And we kind of get like a faraway zoom shot of him coming down the steps mm-hmm. as we do in every shot, it seems like in that spot. And he's walking towards the the living room, I guess. Yeah. Living room, dining room situation. And as he's walking towards the room, we see, we pan around the corner and we kind of see Steve... Oh, he's crispified. He's very crispified, but he's laying on the floor and his arm is up in the air. Yes. And we see his wedding ring is still on, obviously. Yeah. And then we <laughs> oh, we no. see that um yeah, words have escaped me because I can't stop picturing it. We see um um, um Peter, I almost said Steve. We see like Peter, we're like looking up at Peter. Yeah. And he's kind of hovering over his dead dad. Yeah. What the fucking like what that? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like what in the world is going on? And tears are in his eyes. He's obviously very upset. And then he, we pan upwards mm. a little bit and we see 
Mumsy. Yeah. Chilling again on the ceiling. She's like a million legger like, in my what house. Oh my God. What are you doing? Terrifying. Just like stalking him again. Oh my God. Right? And for a really long time. Very long super time. drawn out. Real yes. quiet. Peter's looking around. Yep. And he senses something behind him. I'm like what the fuck? And he turns around and uh, he just sees a naked dude standing there. Yeah, just a naked dude standing in like one of the doorways. That's yeah. like, I don't know where the doorway goes to, but it's a doorway. I guess that guy was smiling at them at the funeral for Granny. I didn't pick up on it, but. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's all that either. circle of life here. Yeah. So Peter makes a run for it. Um. Oh, no, wait. No, he doesn't make a run for it. He stands up for a quick second. And so he stands up when he sees yes, that. And yes. then we pan the opposite direction. And she, oh God. Annie, is in the corner. And then she just fucking leaps out at him. Yes, that's right. She's standing on the... Yes. Because we see at one now. point that she's no longer on the ceiling. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh, ew, ew. I hate that when she goes MIA. Yeah. I'm like, what? You're why? like, no, no, no. Why? Can someone put a freaking bell on her? <laughs> um. So super scary. So Peter runs upstairs, of course. Of course, upstairs. And she's chasing at his ass like, whoa. Oh, it's terrifying. And up, he uh, grabs the lattic at her. Lattic at her. Awesome. <laughs> I love it when shit like that happens because it's so weird how our brains do that. He grabs the attic ladder. Like yep. you said, it's like one of those pull down yep. ladder things. I think it was still open, actually. Yeah, he like grabs it up. and Oh, pull, does he? he oh, pulls okay. it down and he, right. he pulls it back up behind him oh no he yeah scampers up really favorite quick. scene favorite scene favorite scene annie is hellbent on getting up to him it's terrifying uh, it's awesome it's, it's beyond words actually so what does she do so he is like inside the attic i have goosebumps again i've had goosebumps for the last like two minutes so he's in the attic right and he's he's pulled that up and he's he's kind of leaning over where the stairs would be and you just hear below you below him and then we get this gorgeous shot of annie like spider holding onto the ceiling but she's pounding her head so fucking fast on the ceiling to get to him yeah just it is utterly disgusting it's so disturbing it's my favorite scene because it's 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 disturbing for sure <laughs> end of story like so terrifying good. and then it just and he's screaming mommy i didn't mean it i'm so sorry i love you please stop like just screaming yes. all this stuff at her right and then it just fucking stops oh it's horrible the silence that's the worst part it just stops mm-hmm. so peter's like all right that's funked. I'm going to check out the witchcraftery set up in here. Right. Because right? there's just candles everywhere. Yeah. Not like that many, but there's candles all yeah. over the place. Yeah. yeah. It's not like the Marvin Gaye playing somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Rose petals. So <laughs> it's not it's that cute. Really unfortunate that there's a picture of him incorporated right. with this like kind of ritual setup that they got going on up there. Right. Mm-hmm. And Peter hears movement and he looks up to see Annie. Mm-hmm. His mo- moms. Yeah. And she's just floating above. Did you notice the naked people? Yes. They happen right before Annie. There are. Oh, right. Right yeah. before. There are naked people. Oh, and Grams is missing. And Grams is missing. Sorry, am I skipping things? There's a lot going on here. So Grams is missing and then he kind of, uh, he's, well, 
anyways yeah so naked people grams is missing <coughs> there's yeah. a picture of him where grams was and his eyes are poked out yes yeah anyways sorry continue that's like really all that happens there right right back to mom's uh so mom maybe not back to mom's because i know not for long dis- really i uh even more disturbing she is floating <laughs> above and using a piano wire to slowly decapitate myself or herself yeah god. don't <laughs> no oh, i got into it because no. I, it is my favorite scene in the movie yeah it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous dude she's just like sawing away yes like slowly but then it just kind of the pace picks up oh it's brutal and it's just stretched out oh it's gross mm, and she starts to pull the string on either side faster and faster yep. and like peter and seeing all he's now noticing all the naked people yep there for nothing but tomfoolery it looks like yeah he, there's no reason really at all for them but no so peter panics and pulls a sally from texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> just right? jumps right out the fucking window runs right through a window but don't worry his nose gauze broke his fall he raises his head from the ground he like comes out of it right just he does in- see he does see did you notice what what happens before he raises his head what the tiniest little glow of green light goes oh, into his body. Oh, good call. I did not notate yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. And his head raises, right? Yeah. And it's just in time to see his headless mother going, like her body is floating. It's so ridiculous. It is adorable. It's funny, it's but it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Her body is floating toward the treehouse. Yep. And I laugh every time. And yep. Peter walks toward the treehouse, right? Uh-huh. And he sees more nudes. And Lots this, more nudes, yeah. This time, they're like just hanging out in the tree line. They're everywhere. It's just like a whole nudist colony. Yeah. He never knew his parents ran. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's like, I wondered where the extra income was coming from. So oh, Peter climbs the ladder and into the treehouse mm-hmm. and discovers like, obviously, a ritual is a brewing yeah. of some sort, right? Yeah. And all these like naked people, right? They're on their knees too. They're like bowing. Yeah. In that position. Some of them, a lot of them. And Peter turns around and he sees kind of, oh, I don't know, like a shrine mannequin built. Yeah. With a dead, like headless, like two dead headless bodies bowing before it. Yeah. Like this whole getup. One going. is not bloody and looks old and really deceased. And yes. one looks like freshly deceased. I wonder who that could be. Oh, no clue. <laughs> <laughs> no idea who just decapitated themselves with the piano wire. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. She's a part of, yeah, she's a prop now. <laughs> Um, she's like, you couldn't use the Christmas decorations. Um, so (laughs) I guess I'll sacrifice myself. And then Peter looks up and there's a picture of his grandma hanging on the wall too. Yep. And then all, uh, he, then he kind of like peruses, right? He looks at all the people that are all bowed and I guess he just accepts his crown. This person like, is it Joan? Yeah. Joan brings the crown over. It looks like a knockoff BK crown. Yeah, she talks to him quite a bit. She says a bunch of stuff about like, now you're payment. And Mm -hmm. we've taken, uh, well, technically, it's Charlie inside of Peter. And he's a healthy host. Yeah. I guess she wasn't because of her allergy. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Too many, too many ways for you to die, sweetheart. So. We gave you this body. Yeah. And now we're going to just praise you. And it's interesting because I think I read that Annie's brother, his name was Charles, 
and then they named Charlie after him. Mm. And so it's kind of like full circle. Yeah. Like now Charlie is a guy in Peter's body. Oh, that makes sense. And the mom like wanted grands, right? Wanted Charlie, like wanted Peter, like Charlie to be a boy. Yes. Like it all kind of like wraps up. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. I didn't know all that. I read a lot of that. Okay, I was going to say, did you like, just come what up with the fuck that? is going on? Not that it's wrong, thing. but yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 it's not. I, I okay. didn't make it up. That's good. That's <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Oh shit. So yeah, but then they just, I don't know. They just start to praise Payman. Yeah, definitely. Literally, hail Payman. Hail Payman. They sorry, all that a bunch. You know, they get all uh, ritually with it. Yeah, and um, then we just get like a really slow Peter looking into the camera kind of shot. Yeah. And, and that's it. That's the end of it. Yeah, Finn. My reason for rating. Yeah, sorry. I didn't really announce that's what you were doing. No, you're good. This is a little short and sweet. Okay. Right? Uh, you know how much I love a good dismal. And this one's up in my top five. I'm also a fan of stories involving a lot of human conflict, seeing how each person reacts to the worst thing that's ever happened to them, how they interact during the crumbling of their lives. It's just super delicious. There's a lot to love. Uh, and characters to hate in this movie. Mm -hmm. And it's entertaining, unsettling, and scary each and every watch. My loves of the movie, the cinematography, the casting, especially Tony Collette and Alex Wolf, although his character annoyed me at times, the pacing of the story, seeing the situation unfold from each main character's perspectives, the miniatures, <laughs> the mystery, scares, gore, and all the naked old people. My hates, Charlie, and sometimes Peter. With Hereditary, Ari Aster wanted to make a film about suffering that took suffering seriously. I would say, Mr. Aster, you succeeded admirably and managed to squeak in some naked old people while you were at it. So thank you very much. So I have always been excited to see this movie and I just never got around to it. So here we finally are. I adore Toni Collette. So this was already one I knew I would enjoy. She can do no wrong in my eyes. Speaking of Toni, let's chat about the characters actually. Uh, Tony playing the mom was perfect, even if she wasn't, meaning like she wasn't a perfect mom. Oh, That's okay. I like that. Learning that she had a history of mental illness in her family only solidified that something would happen with her and or the dad sooner or later. And the dad was a character I felt. <laughs> and the dad was a character I felt was not really needed. And he could have been a. <laughs> Annie could have been a single mom, honestly, and the movie would have been the same, <laughs> would have had the same feel. Steve, the dad, was not that important and thought, and I thought that he was supportive and very paternal part of the relationship, but he was also just very blah. Charlie and Peter, where to start? I loved Charlie's character because she was different. She, whoop, that's a typo. She clearly had little ticks and was unique compared to Peter. Peter, well... Whose kid is he really? I'm sorry, but he looks nothing like either parent. So <laughs> are we sure he was he was the right cast? However, I did enjoy his once again, another fucking Jesus. I did enjoy his acting and him clearly not being the favorite was played well. Oh, oh, and let's not forget about Joan. It's hard for me not to see that actress as Aunt Lydia in um, the Handmaid's Tale. If you know, you know. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend because you'll, and never mind, I won't say anything. That's a spoiler for a, something else. <laughs> but she was a component that was needed, but I almost wish we would have seen more of her, uh, of that backstory. I don't know, maybe. 
As for the overall movie and the feel of it, hmm. So it was creepy for sure and unsettling. I did not enjoy I did not enjoy the mother in the corner when Annie turns off the light in the workshop. I hated when Annie was just hovering on the ceiling and crawling around like a demon spawn. I despised her banging her head off the attic ceiling door to get to Peter. But here's the thing I equally hated. The naked random people at the end. Mm-hmm. I hated that no one in the family carried a fucking EpiPen for Charlie. I hated <laughs> that Peter I hated that Peter looks nothing like his parents and I really hated because it made my stomach turn and my heart pop up into my throat Charlie being beheaded stop it yeah. this <laughs> uh, this was a movie I have been waiting to see and finally did but maybe that wait could have waited a little longer oh shit <laughs> that is not where I thought that was gonna go at the end there I feel like it was a mishmash of a Roger bear yeah. review that didn't make any yeah. sense okay what did you rate it I gave it a two. I gave it a one. Oh, okay. Yeah, All so right. So three for gore. <laughs> the ending killed me. Oh, I love it. Now that. that you explained it, it makes more sense, but I felt like I couldn't, I it didn't do it. And I it was too late for me to change it. <laughs> I was too maybe late. with the third watch, maybe it'll make more sense. There you go. But anyways. So uh follow us on Instagram, like Colleen mentioned earlier at Four for Gore Podcast. And do you want to m- mention the next movie? Oh. <laughs> I forgot there's going to be another movie to come Joel's here. Joel's like, yeah. Whoopsie later. Yep. I'm so hungry. Do you want to announce the next movie? <laughs> I will. Okay. Uh, it is The Descent. Woo! So. I mean, no. <laughs> Who would ever want to see that movie? So, so go watch that. Yeah, go watch The Descent. Catch up and uh, watch it with us. And we'll catch you on the flip side, guys. Yeah, totes. Okay, bye. Later. Yay!